1 Corinthians chapter 15, verses 12 through 19. Now, if Christ is proclaimed as raised from the dead, how can some of you say that there is no resurrection of the dead? But if there is no resurrection of the dead, then not even Christ has been raised. And if Christ has not been raised, then our preaching is in vain and your faith is in vain. We are even found to be misrepresenting God because we testified about God that he raised Christ, whom he did not raise, if it is true that the dead are not raised. For if the dead are not raised, not even Christ has been raised. And if Christ has not been raised, your faith is futile and you are still in your sins. Then those also who have fallen asleep in Christ have perished. If in Christ we have hope in this life only, we are of all people most to be pitied. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Man, this is this is a really great passage. Yes. And it reminds me a lot of um, my story and journey through faith, which um, we can get into later. But Jackson, what are your thoughts on this? And, and what's he talking about? Why is he, you know, all of a sudden talking about resurrection of the dead? And, you know, that's not really a controversy that surrounds us now. And so, yeah, help, help me understand why he's talking about this and, and where he takes it from there. Yes. Um, you know, it's interesting. Um, let, let me actually subtly push back on that. Okay. That this isn't an issue that we deal ooh, with. Ooh, I like it. I receive okay. that. So let me, let me tell, let me tell a story. Um, so I was a young 21 year old, uh, who was pursuing seminary theological education. Just a bright-eyed, bushy-tailed bright Jackson bushy Randall. Eye. And, and when, I, when I tell you that I knew nothing, I mean, yeah, it's just, it's just amazing <laughs> what God protected me from. Um, there we go. So anyway, I went to a school, um, uh, no need to name the school, but I went to this school and uh, one of the things that they said was, look, um, you know, some schools are going to teach you that God's word is inerrant. Um, and, and we're, we're not going to take that hard line of a stance. And I said, well, mm. what do you mean? Like, help, help me understand what these words mean and everything. So, well, some people are going to take the Bible a little bit more literally. He said, you know, but you know, if Jesus, um, if Jesus went over this lake or over this lake, to the other side, what does it really matter? What really matters is the principle behind it. Hmm. He said, you know, did Jesus literally raise, rise from the dead? Well, whether he literally rose from the dead or not is, is less the point. And more so, this is a story that encourages us to recognize that we can wow. overcome great obstacles in our life, or we can Sheesh. experience hope even in the midst of great loss and great pain because Jesus symbolically rose from the grave. And I remember sitting there knowing nothing, looking at this guy thinking, I'm not going to school here. <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, and the reason why is because I didn't know a lot, but I had read my Bible at that point and I had read 1 Corinthians 15. And, and what uh, we're seeing here in 1 Corinthians 15 is Paul confronting something that's going on in the Corinthian church. And we don't know exactly what's going on. It could be some sort of like, um, you know, elevated theological um, um, uh, assertion that's being held. 
Uh, it could be sort of a Gnostic view that's being held. Uh, it could be that, um, that the Corinthian church believes that people are annihilated when they die, um, including Jesus. But the point that, that Paul ultimately makes is, is that if, if Jesus did not actually rise from the dead, if he did not actually experience the resurrection, the conquering of the grave that the Bible says that he did, then it all comes down to this. We are a people who have a futile faith and yeah. we are still in our sins. Yeah. That, that, that's, the, that's the rub at the end of the day. Jesus says, if that didn't actually happen, if it's merely symbolic, if it's something that we dreamed up to encourage us mm. uh, to, to have this sort of Phoenix rising from the ashes moment, then at the end of the day, we are a people who continue under the just wrath of God. Yeah. And, and so that's the, that's the problem. That's the concern that Paul is addressing. Mm-hmm. And, and, and he really wants to make it abundantly clear that apart from a literal resurrection, we have no hope. Yeah. Uh, to share a story yes. from my life. There was a, a day a few years ago. Uh, it was a summer. I was in college and I was working a summer job, you know, doing the whole thing. And one morning I got up, made my coffee. I was sitting in this armchair, uh, the place I was living at at the time. And I was reading the Bible and my heart started like racing and I just got super anxious and I started to sort of like feel like real panicky and I was like what's going on and the thought that like began to just dominate my mind is if this is true or sorry if this is not true my whole life is a waste yes like my relationship Jenna and I were seriously dating at the time and I was saving up for an engagement ring. You know, I was writing worship songs. I was doing all this stuff. And I was like, I literally am on ground zero. And that began this really intense season for me of pulling apart all these beliefs that I held yeah, and, and holding them up to the light and really analyzing and rebuilding my faith. It was awesome. And I, I've since spoken to many people who have, are in that place. And I think it's actually a good place to be to, you know, and not to like glorify anxiety or doubt or anything. But I think that that actually is sort of a litmus test of of the earnestness of faith of I'm still like in my sins and in my brokenness, if this is not true. Mm -hmm. And I think the worst place we can actually be as Christians or quote unquote Christians is if we can have the thought that this might not be true, but then just brush it off as like, well, you know what? It's kind of working for me. So yeah. I'm just going to roll with it. Right. Cause that's not saving faith. No, that's just, that's just blind ideology. Yes. It's just Bible beltism. Exactly. And so this passage really resonates with me because we, we should be people who are confident in the resurrection of Christ, but we should work our way towards that confidence because there is a large cloud of gloom if it's not true. Yes. And, and so I think that's a good place to like analyze our faith of like, you know, if this is not true, is that like a disturbing thing towards me or, or 
Am I content with the idea of Jesus and not the reality of him? Yeah, that's great. You know, Paul, interestingly, he doesn't present the idea that maybe Jesus wasn't resurrected from the dead uh, apart from a belief in God. He he seems to still uh, accept the idea that there is a God. Mm-hmm. And so therefore, if Jesus wasn't raised from the dead, that means that Jesus's life and his death his sacrificial death in our place, like they don't apply to us. Yeah. And so, so what we are is condemned. Mm. And, and so, so that's terrible. But then there's also this idea implicit in this passage that, and it's not even implicit. I mean, it's, it's, it's explicit that our lives are just pointless. If we live a life for Christ and it's not based on, the truthfulness of Jesus' claims, particularly his life, death, and resurrection, then then like everything we do doesn't matter. Like like there is Amen. like no point to it. And you think about what we do on a Sunday by Sunday basis uh, as as a church family and our rhythms, you know? So like mm-hmm. we we gather together and we we sing these songs of praise and and we sit under the preached word and we pray, you know, just those things like like what right do we have to come before a holy God if we haven't been reconciled to that God? Yeah. You know, how can we pray to God unless we pray in the name of our living savior, Jesus? You know, how do we receive the word and seek to live in light of it unless we've been empowered to run unshackled uh, with God towards the finish line? So, you know, the preaching of the word would be nothing but but weight being put on our shoulders if it yeah. wasn't for the truthfulness of the gospel. Yeah, that's a, that's a great word. Like if there's this idea that there's a God and yet a contentment with the idea that the resurrection may or may not be true, then the base like belief there is, well, I'm, I'm probably good with God either way. Yeah. Which is a total inflation of self and, and misunderstanding of our condition. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, you know, then I start to think, you know, I I like church history. I've read about church history. I like my friends, you know, I I get to work alongside (laughs) a lot of wonderful people who love the Lord. And and I think about, it's not just the like, my life would be in vain if all this stuff wasn't true, but it's that like all these other people's lives would be in vain. Like this great cloud of witnesses that that cheers us on and and testifies to God's goodness, grace, and keeps us running towards the finish line. Like all of their lives were worthless and meaningless too. Yeah. Like, and we're all still in our sin. It's just a, th- there's an if that this uh, verses 12 through 19 hang on yeah. that, and, and, and everything hangs on that if, if yeah. Jesus wasn't raised from the dead, you know, yeah, we are going to have an existential crisis, you know, mm-hmm. like, of course, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to devolve. Um, because our, our lives are pointless. Uh, we're, we're still in our sin. Like we, we ought to just go and um, make merry and, and live for the day. Yeah. If Jesus didn't raise from the dead. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Tomorrow. I was about to say, it's going to be a great passage to continue <laughs> to press into. Exactly. Because Jesus is alive. But for today, I think, I think it is a good call to, you know, we should be people who strive to be utterly convinced of the testimony of Jesus. Amen. And so I would say just take inventory of where you are with that. And, you know, if there are holes and if there are faulty bricks that need to be replaced, 
then let's do that work together as brothers and sisters. The good news is that Jesus is alive and that we are raised up with him. And we we have to be utterly convinced of that for our lives um, to be of any value. So let's let's press into that together. For Jackson Randall, this is Will Carlisle. We'll see you tomorrow in the resurrection. Thanks for listening to Our Daily Rhythm. I'm Jason Dees, one of the pastors of Christ's Covenant, and Our Daily Rhythm is a ministry of our church designed to help you more faithfully and effectively meditate on God's Word. If you ever have a question for us about one of our Bible readings or one of your own Bible readings, please don't hesitate to text us at 404-465-1737. Again, that's 404-465-1737. Or email me directly at jason at christcovenant.com. We'll meet you again tomorrow for Our Daily Rhythm.